This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You need to stop being so giddy. David Attenborough's about to speak. You know his fucking heart's not well. It sounds like the start of a fucking grime song. Please don't talk over Sir Attenborough. Sorry, Dave. I really don't. I really don't appreciate him doing that. Doing that. <clears throat> if you ever find yourself in the dwindling forest of Java, you may come face to face with a strong-armed, bat-like apparition. Some call it the flat-faced monkey man. Others just call it an owl because it probably is an owl. But the natives, they call it after its terrifying scream that has sent shivers down the spine of many a brave adventurer for almost a hundred years. Today on Sexy Beasts, we're talking about the Ahool. Oh, you got that sexy beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, says that Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who does that fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a Bigfoot dick you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and a Loch Ness monster, pussy? Very, very sexy beast. Hello, good morning. I'm assuming you're listening to this in the morning. If not, good afternoon or good evening. Uh, How's your welcome. commute? How's your commute? How's your drive time commute? Uh, welcome to Sexy Beasts, your foray into the menagerie of the unexplained. Sorry, the big goat seems to have come into the office here. Uh, <laughs> a goat uh, joined in on me saying menagerie there. I don't know if you heard. That's <laughs> weird. It's menagerie. good timing on the goat. <laughs> really good timing. Not to... Someone buy that goat and ice cream. Anyway, listen. Uh, the Menagerie of the Unexplained. Every single episode will be devoted to a specific creature, cryptid, or monster. We discuss its history, its merits, and using our FEC feck analysis, we rate and review the beast against other creatures in our premier crypt. So we end up with a total leaderboard. We are, we are. Like the audio version of Cryptid Top Trumps. And be sure to listen all the way to the end because we're going to be closing out the show with Freak Encounters where we read your submitted stories about a time you came in contact with some weird apparition or weird ghost or monster or something. Uh, maybe it was the devil punching someone out in Dunn stores like we had a couple of weeks back. It was excellent. My name is Tony Cantwell. I'm the host of the new Goss.ie web series. Mum, don't get mad, but I'm an influencer and Dad's dead. And my co-host, as always, he puts the D. In D&D Dungeon Master Loser, wrong, wrong, Mark Jago. Oh, oh, that was a weird one. What the hell? Doing a kind of Trump thing at the end. Wrong. 
Fake news. Wrong. Loser. Uh, how are you keeping? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. After our live show. Oof, oh, wow. Went down a storm. That was definitely a show that we did. Yeah, I can't believe that happened. My opinion on that is that that was a show that we did and there was people there. And uh, I know, but thank you so much for coming out. We, we It's pre-recorded. We haven't done the show yet. But yeah. thanks so much if you came out to the show. Honestly, we really <laughs> appreciate that. Show them behind the curtain. You can't let them know. Behind the iron curtain. Yeah. The iron flaps, as we call it here in the showbiz. Um, what? <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, Jay. It's a long day. Um, Jago, Mark Jago, my my love of my life. Mm. Uh, what the fuck is this Ahul business? Before we give you a bit of a history and a description of the Ahul, let's give you a bit of a history and description of Sexy Beasts. Oh! Because this was actually our first... We actually did this as a, a mock-up idea of what mm-hmm. Sexy Beasts could be. Our third one, I think it was. Yeah. Because the others were shite. The others were us trying to seduce Bigfoot. Yeah, he didn't want to be seduced, so it did. We didn't have his full consent. Yeah, and then we realized it was very sort of on the edge of being rapey. It was a bit weird. Hey, look, I mean, live yeah. and learn. Yeah. So the whole. So we so we did it as a pilot. We did this as a pilot to um, get into this this uh, head stuff network that illustrious head stuff Illuminati. Mm-hmm. The and then afterwards we had to go through the three trials of the head stuff. First trial was. Pff, Fighting Al in a fist fight. That our producer. was that was um, our, our producer and 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 founder of the of the network. That was very difficult. Mm. He's he's much stronger than he looks. Yeah, like a hundred percent. He he ripped off his top and he had like about twenty pack. He does actually have big arms. Yeah, just not even the not side. not like size wise, like length wise. Like they reach down past his knees. Right. <laughs> Should we start the whole episode again? Why? <laughs> Okay, back to Ahul, right? I'm at an Indian, Indonesian party. Okay, you're at an Indonesian party, um, and you're listening to some proper Indonesian bangers like this one. This it sounds like something that like Mac DeMarco would do or something. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, so I walk up to an Indonesian girl, and I'm like, Java? And I have a cup of coffee in my hand. Uh... And I said, no, the island, before she answers. Um, and then I say, have you heard of that Ahul? Uh, I can't do the accent, but no. <laughs> no, my love. No, mate. And I say, what well, are you talking about? The Ahul is a large uh, flying bat slash primate that is named primarily for its call. Ahul! It's about the size of a small child, has a 12-foot wingspan, Ooh. dark brown fur, big black lovely eyes. Um, big black Big, eyes. big black eyes, lovely teeth. It uh, has a monkey-like head. Is usually nocturnal and, uh, like bats, tends to sleep behind waterfalls. Which is, do bats do that? This guy, these these ahuls really need to stick to the rivers and the lakes. Like that they're used to. Yeah. These are fish percent. Go on anyway. Um. So, the ahul is has no is not a scrub. Uh. So there's no scrubs there. Mm. Um. The first sort of mention of him was well, the first sort of mention of him by a white man. Is in 1925, uh, an adventurer called Bartels, who was the son of a prominent ornithologist, um, was went behind a waterfall and he looked above and he seen an unidentified shape flying above him. And then this unidentified shape flying above him flew away and it made the big noise. Ah! Uh, we have to clip that and use that as some sort of sting. That's a great yeah. song. Um, 
But yeah, it seems to be around this because like Java is one of the most overpopulated mm. uh, islands in the Indonesian. What's it called? What archipelagos? Yep. Um, it's one of the most overpopulated ones. But so, uh, but it also is one of the most densely forested. Mm. So, so similar a, to the old Mokele Mbembe, it could be something hiding hi- deep, hiding dense in there, deep, dense in the forest. So the Ahul is named after it's obviously it's long Ahul call, but it's mm. kind of similar to a Pokemon in that you know it's named after its catchphrase. Um, if that was the case for you, Mark Jago, what would you be calling s- instead? Oh fuck. Um, I'd put an extra. I mean, just say random words and put extra H's in them because I fucking hate when I do that. And, every, and like Shane Kenna, our friend of the show, keeps pointing it out to me. So you say such simple words wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike, I'm done. <laughs> no. What would yours be, Tony? Um, uh, I think my name. So if my name was no longer Tony, but it was my catchphrase, um, then I think my name would be. Uh, I'm not bloody made a cock. Leave me alone, women. <laughs> because I have to say that a lot Yeah To be honest That's the most uh... Women to be co- coming after me And I Do you know what I'd be hitting them with sticks Some of them are dead <laughs> I've had so many women Coming after me After after my junk That I've been fighting them off You must be fighting them off With a stick they say to me My nana and stuff Might say that to me uh, And I'd say yeah And some of them are dead And you know And it's not just a fucking stick It's a fucking bat And so, some people know that <laughs> And some people know that you are actually engaged now, and that's because when the stick smashed and mm. over her head, yeah, and she got to you, so she had you had to marry her. I had to marry her. That was the rules. She's got a very big head uh, and a very thick skull. I think it was very yeah. smart, like. But uh, I think the the bat had just hit too many women and was gonna break anyway. Yeah, it was weak. She was just a lucky one. Yeah, I'm not condoning. You know what I mean? But of course, if they're after you, anyway. Listen, um, what I love about this, I, I like the, some of the descriptions of this uh, ahul. Uh, is that it keeps being described as being uh, like having a a child's body and massive arms, like a bodybuilder's yeah, arms. Yeah, there's a lot of a child's body in it, and I'm just sort of like, that's such a weird way to describe something. Like that. It's but just, it's a like, proportion. You mean, come on, a human's probably the most recognizable thing in the world. So or a you could smaller just give, proportion, like three foot. You could just give feet. Yeah, but it's not weird to say a child. Why is everyone so afraid of being a paedophile that you can't even say a child? You can't even say the word child when I'm being accused of being a paedophile. No one's accused of any of everyone stop accusing me of being a paedophile I'm saying the word child. For God's sake. I'm just saying I used to be a child and then I'm being locked away. Um, and as well, the fact that this thing has a flattish man face. Yeah, I like that part. Like it's just flattish man-like face. There's a, like a lot of the description of it. Gorgeous. It came out, it was terrifying. It flew up behind a waterfall, it screamed at me. And then it's like, it had a flattish man face, a child's body, child's body. very muscular arms, and so, feet that pointed backwards. That pointed backwards. So yeah. this is 12 foot wingspan, uh, you know, and simian features. Hmm. Look, enough about how sexy it is. Um, you just brought up child. I know, body, I know. Yeah. I'd take it back. Wait, which one? That you're not a pedophile? I take back the sexy thing. <laughs> this is fucking. Sorry, we're doing this a bit later than normal, and it's just kind of a bit sillier. Uh, okay, but look, fuck, fucking, can this fucking thing fucking fucking fight? No fighting. It's big. It's that's it's the only thing it's got going for it. I'm going to say I'm going to put my foot down here. It can't fight. It can bother you, mm. but it can't fight. Um, there is no recorded attacks by this creature. There is a recorded sort of flybys where it went too close to someone, and then the person was like, "Oh fuck!" You know what I mean? It's like when a big 
seagull flies by you. It's like, ah. Look, a swan would fuck me up. So let's not rule out. Is that thing true about a swan that would break your arm if it swung its, <laughs> swung its, if it flapped its wings against you? It's very strong. I mean, this is like, I know I keep bringing up the chimp attack thing that we were talking about a few weeks ago, putting 100% of energy into it. But there's, there's things in animals' tendons that we just don't see. You know that allow them just to be extreme, uh, so much stronger than we probably. But like a, a swan's bones are completely hollow to allow for flight. An extra H in it. Yeah, flyth, flyth. <laughs> That's your catchphrase. Flyth, my prithy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it's mainly it's mainly a neck. The swan is mainly a neck muscle, and then a bit a bit of ad, added features. <laughs> It is. When David Attenborough dies, can you just narrate his fucking show? Here is the swan. It is mainly neck. No, it has gosh. more stuff to it as well. <laughs> Mostly a neck muscle will have been mixed alone together. Thanks uh, for coming back in for that, Dave. Oh, Dave. Fucking spot on, man. Um, um, yeah, definitely can't take a fight. Okay, well, what about this? Now, this is a bit uh, distant to um, Indonesia. But, mm. uh, here, okay, so this is something from Fort... Fort Myers, Florida, that explains something similar to this, right? Hi, I recently... Hi. This is just somewhere. Uh, I recently had an encounter with a bird-like creature that I know wasn't a bird. It looked like a flying person. I know it sounds weird and crazy, but I know what I saw. Well, here's the whole story. On February 5th, around 11.30pm, my older sister and her husband were taking me, my little sister, my mom, and my two nieces to eat at Denny's in a near town. This sounds like it was written by a person pretending to be American. Um... Well, we were driving down I-75, and out of nowhere, through the windshield, I see a person with wings uh, flying over our car. We went over two times back and forth. I got a good look. It looked like a person, but with wings. Um, but then again, it also looked like a pterodactyl. My brother-in-law also saw it and agreed with me. He said it was not a bird. Well, that was my encounter with a creature. Anyway. What website was this on? Um, I don't remember. Ahul.com. Ahul.com. Um, again, it still didn't, it didn't attack. attack yeah. yeah. So Did, I'm going to take it in. For last week's episode, we had uh, El Cuero. El Cuero. El Cuero. Uh, drop it in with the Ahul into the theater screams. Now, this is just, this is fucking, this is a Pidgeot versus a fucking Squirtle. Yeah. Everything comes back to Pokemon. It but, does. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, it, even though we fucking, at the end, just hated El Cuero. Just because we went through the episode and just hated him so much. Well, we changed our mind very quickly. Very quickly. Just back to last week's episode, where controversially we changed the score midway f- through midway Freak, through a freak encounter. encounter. Um, I think that El Quiero's got it in the bag. I. It's still okay. Okay, it hasn't challenged anyone, hmm. but it's a it's a bat yeah. with a twelve foot wingspan and the body of a sexy child, apparently. And oh my god, um, it's it goes for fish. Like I don't think, I don't think it has the fucking the capacity for. <laughs> the way he said that was almost like that's a good phrase. Hey, look, at the end of the day, it goes for fish. Yeah. And you know what they say, right? Okay, right. Well, look, I, I gave it a fighting of four. Four. I know because we we're doing this lately, and it's starting to get a bit out of control. That we're giving it hot two high scores. We're being too less critical. It's capable though. It's not compared to it. Like, uh, bring up. Thank you, Ben Clifford. Bring up the the score. Give us a, a rundown of some fighting. We can't ability. be doing this mid. We can't be doing this. Looking at the scores mid thing. Um, right. Four. Jersey Devil Selkie. Mothman is also a four. 
I don't know, man. I'd put it up there with the Mothman. I would three. I'm giving it a three. Oh, a three. Mm. The only thing that has a three is the Loveland Frog. I think it's just as a the less... The Bunyip was a four. Oh, now the Bunyip sort of changes things. Well, we Joe, were, I'll, we give horrible. Horrible. I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. We were in a bad mood for the, for the Bunyip. Okay, right. Look, okay, 4.5. Oh, we, shit, I forgot we could do halves. Well, we, we only did, I think, in like two episodes ever, but... Yeah, no, we'll four. give it. No, we'll give it four. I don't. I think it's better than. Oh shit! We only give a banshee a four. So anyway, it's a four. Sorry, this is just too confusing for people who. So also, if if you've listened to the ads and you've just popped in as your first episode, uh, hi, and uh, I'll give it a four. Yeah, fine. That's fighting. That's fighting now. Um, but look, there's where it gets juicy. This flying primate giant Batman. What's the evidence for him? The Batman. But what is the evidence? Sorry, I think Stone Cold Steve Austin just walked in again. Evidence, sir. I'm just writing something down. Evidence. Evidence is good. Evidence is good. I like it. Like, oh, Jesus. Um, but I do like the sort of evidence because it comes from people whose job was to study this sort of shit. Yeah, cryptozoologists. cryptozoologists. Might, even even our, our boy Ivan T. Sanderson. Ivan T. Sanderson. I don't know if you mentioned him before, but he's a big player in the world of crypts. Uh, of crypts. And bloods. And the KKK. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so <laughs> he sort of came in. So the, uh, obviously the it's first... The KKK. The crypts and the bloods and the KKK. Then it's in a rap song somewhere. Cool. Um, he basically so Bartels found out as I mentioned earlier Bartels Dr. Ernest Bartels Ernest Bartels um, was the son of a famous ornithologist and he saw this giant creature so he described it to so he would know birds he knows birds uh, he described it to Ivan T. Sanderson actually he went through a third person but I can't remember his name so Ivan T. Sanderson uh, a, a world renowned cryptozoologist who has found loads of creatures mm. and then lost all the evidence after he found them we didn't have um, computers back then. Well, he just he just carried it in his pocket and just sort of fell overboard all the time. Um, he thought it was an undiscovered type of uh, giant bat or mm. a large flying primate of the first of its kind, like a flying squirrel but flappable, like uh, like a, a a chimpanzee with a, a kite. <laughs> chimpanzee attached to a kite doesn't sound. Ver- yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's terrifying, actually. Yeah, Imagine you terrifying. just looked at me and was like, oh, there's a, oh, fuck, it's a chimpanzee with a kite. You know, when people do impressions of chimps, uh, they always go for like a, right? Yeah. But I like to shake it up and go, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, because they, they are teeth, vicious. They show their teeth yeah. quite a lot. Like, and they have big gums as well. So if you're ever dressing up as a chimp for Halloween, don't go down the hoot hoot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, so he thought it was a large type of bat, but he also, um, Bartels saw it again. So in 1925 was the first uh, spotting, but in 1927, Bartels was in a cabin in Indonesia when he heard the cry. Mm-hmm. Ahoo! Thank you. And he ran out of his, uh, his cabin or whatever, and he looked out and he saw uh, something fly away into the distance, just constantly screeching as it went by. Ahool, ahool, ahool. Mm. Um, then there's a couple of suggestions that there is a giant type of owl that lives in Java that hasn't been discovered yet. Um, sort of similar to that. Um, the best one that I really love is it could be a surviving petrosaur. Yes. Mm. 
like the Mokelia Mbembe. It's a it's a dense forest. It's just dinosaur. Uh, you know, it's a family of have, have just survived and become inbred over millions of years, presumably. <laughs> um, it's fucking its own. So inbred that they've turned into monkeys, uh, <laughs> and that's how we were made. Um, yeah, I think very 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 possible. I mean, I mean, scientifically speaking, there's no evidence. There apparently. So Bartels and Everton Sanderson sort of teamed up together and they went to the forest in Java and they found evidence droppings and they found tatters of its wings and fur. Mm. Um, but as I said, Ivan T. Sanderson was a bit of a klutz and he lost any evidence that he could have found. Didn't Ivan T. Sanderson also have a picture or something from a few weeks ago and he lent it to a friend? Thunderbird, yeah. He, he had, had a it. fucking picture of a Thunderbird and he fucking just lost his it. His mate put it in his pocket and his mate went disappeared. Weird. Um, now one of, <laughs> as I was looking up evidence, I got a really sad mm. uh, sort of like caveat to this. It's like, uh, so this website is specifically de- uh, dedicated to cryptids and like preserving, finding them and preserving them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the end, it's like, but at the rate that the de- deforestation of the Javanese forest is happening, um, it could be the first creature that is extinct before we find it. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck's sake, lads. Oh, that sucks. Uh, use your keep cup. Don't use a straw. Mm-hmm. Always wipe front to back. <laughs> Get that T-shirt. Get that printed on T-shirt. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not... I mean, obviously, there's a lot of explanations about what it could be. I mean, the likelihood is hmm. it's a big owl. I don't want to believe I'm the opposite of Mulder and Scully. <laughs> I read here as well, this is a quote, um, if a giant bat lived anywhere, the dense rainforests of Java would be a likely place that's attributed to someone said oh, that yeah. I have it in quotation marks so it's legit um, and this thing also so also similarly this thing just no supernatural powers as well that's probably fit into fighting but this thing really no there's no folklorish worry for it mm. it's just someone saw a big thing flying over their head and it was an ah but like uh, if you were given like a, an option between a banshee and an ahool and it was put out in front of you the more likely to exist would be the Athul in my opinion yes fair point but what fair did point. we give the evidence with a banshee um, we need to stop referencing sorry yeah, that's my fault s- that's my fault yeah no I know we shouldn't be looking at this but we gave the banshee fucking gave the banshee six anyway look this is <laughs> for people just for casual, casual listeners uh, yeah look this thing it, it doesn't have very strong doesn't have. Uh, I don't think it's very strong evidence. Okay, so what evidence did you give it? Uh, I gave it an evidence. Well, actually, it's okay. I gave an evidence of five. I gave it an evidence of five too. Hey, love that. Um, so that's a four for fighting, five for evidence, and now we move on to more like ah cool. So good. Cool, baby. That's all I've written down for cool. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's cool though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ivan T. Sanderson. Okay. Um, you don't think this is cool? I don't. I think I I have this problem with creatures that if they're just bigger versions of things we already know, I'm just like, yeah, whatevs. We gave the fucking Dubber coup, like That's because it was our first episode and we were just fucking hired for monsters. Or did we? Oh, no, we didn't. We didn't give it a very strong cool. Um... Look, do you know what? So, fucking listen to me. Listen to me, man. Listen I need some me. sentences out of you, please. Listen to me. Okay, look, look me in the eyes. Yeah. This thing, right, 
I don't whatever fucking side of the bed you wake up on. This is a giant bat. You like bats. I do like bats, but like it this is, is a big bat. But I know what a bat is. I it doesn't make me scratch my head when I see one. That's such a weird way to phrase that, wasn't it? <laughs> Put your stupid comments in your pocket. Okay. This is a big bat. It's possibly a monkey. It's a flattish man face. <laughs> that's that's what gets size you, of though. a child. So I, or I mean, uh, I mean, uh, a man, a small man, <laughs> fucking PC police, PC police. I can't say a sexy child, but that's the fucking sirens outside. I see. I do like it, but I don't think it's cool. But I do think I think it's a good creature, but I don't think it's cool enough for it to grab my attention. Like, imagine every creature we've ever did an episode about was thrown into a big fucking like cabinet of wood style, thrown into a big room. Like, what's the first thing you'd be fucking looking at? Um, I think I'd be like, oh, whatever. Mm. I'd be looking at the fucking kraken, the mile long long island of a creature. Okay, yeah. Look, it's not it's not very interesting. Mm. It, I think we chose it for the first episode because it was one that neither of us knew anything about, and also I think it also showed we were on the Wikipedia in alphabetical order of list of cryptids. <laughs> Don't fucking ruin the movie magic, man. <laughs> the, behind the iron flaps, <laughs> as we say in the showbiz. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm, it's not cool, Jacob. But I don't know what to talk to you about because we clearly don't have much written about the uh, uh, cool because we don't find it cool. Wait, I, I'm going to say I give it fucking... Do you Hang on, any? don't give me your score oh. yet. Because I have a song about it. This is from my yet-to-be-released Ahul musical. And this is a, a part of the song where the Ahul encounters a, a woman. Oh. And is trying to shelter and protect her and kind of show its intentions about being a protector. Is this um, it's a live? This would also be a live because I didn't have a chance to record yeah. it, so I'm going to have to sing it for you, okay? This is uh, my song. Come stop your crying, it'll be all right. Just take my wing and hold it tight I will protect you from all around you I will be here, don't you cry I will be in my heart I will be in my heart From this day on, now and forevermore I will be in my heart I will be in my heart No matter what they say I will be in my heart Always Tony what you think of that? Oh, I like the song. Thank you very much. But it didn't change my score. Well, let me tell you who's playing. Let me tell you who's playing the Ahul, and he's a guy. Uh, he's a guy who's done his fair share of Broadway. He might he was a star in Oklahoma <gasps> before he played the titular Wolverine in Wolverine Origins. Who? Hugh Jackman. Jackman. No, change it now. I gave it one more point than I did. One. Yeah. You gave it a one. Yeah. 
No, no, I said I gave it one more point than it did. Okay, so what's it on now? Three. Okay, I'll give it a three. Oh, so that is, oh no, I think we may have a bottomer. Oh my God. Which do you prefer? Huh? Top or top or bottom? A bunk bed top. Love the top. Final scores are... 12. Oh my God. That's fucking... Jesus. How how times have changed. I remember recording this the first time. We were fucking so excited about it. We need some fucking... Do you know what I think? We're going to have to bring out some big guns. Okay. Are you thinking the B word? Brian. We have to bring Brian. What did you just did an episode about some guy called <laughs> Brian? Brian. We should do... We should do one on no way oh, the most dangerous the most dangerous creature of all. Man. Oh man, is that what that yeah, that's what that's the yeah, 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 yeah. Although we know it exists. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ten evidence. Yeah, so what was that? Uh twelve? That's twelve, yeah. Twelve. So it's tied with the bunyip for second last. Jesus. What the fuck did Jackalope get eleven? Jackalope got eleven, yeah. Ah, yikes. Which I look back on now and I'm thinking, ah, that's a bit harsh. No, it's just fucking like we know. Do you know what I love? We we give these scores that we don't like, and we look back on them being like, "Oof, that's tough," which I like because it means that we're we're looking at the cold hard facts. Yeah, you know, this is previous us looking at fu- or future us looking at previous us. Exactly, that whatever makes, that means. That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, um, but Grant, so that's twelve, man. Jesus, so that's the last four episodes. I'm not. I've been in the bottom. I've been four, fucking four crap five. ones. Right, we have to bring up some of the big guns. Um, well, look, there's only one thing for it now. A little freak encounter. No matter what they do, freak encounters. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So this freak encounter comes into us from Rebecca. Rebecca, thanks very much for sending in your freak encounter. Uh, if you would like to send one in, please do so. SexyBeastPod at gmail.com or, hey, come on, guys. We're all on Instagram. Send it on Instagram. SexyBeastPod uh, on Instagram there. So thanks very much for sending this in. And here we go. Just waiting for the drop, you know. <laughs> So my family live in front of Castletown Forest. At the entrance, there's a big farm gate. Me and my sister were eight, sitting on the gate with our friend Haley. We were talking about banshee stories and saying that there's definitely a banshee in that forest. We got a bit freaked out, so we jumped off the gate to run away, but Haley started screaming. My sister and me looked back and she was hanging from the gates, flailing her arms and legs. We were like, what the fuck? The banshee has her. But then we noticed one of the blunt spikes on the gate had ripped through her hood. And that's how she was hanging. We really thought it was a banshee. Poor bitch. And here's a nice little small one that I'm also going to read from Ivan. Ivan, thanks very much for sending this one in. My two-year-old daughter saw a pair of, her words, really scary eyes over my shoulder as I changed her nappy. 
the only thing over my shoulder was the hatch in the attic. Ooh. Double ooh. So we got a ghost, we got a banshee. That is great. Ivan, Rebecca, thanks very much for sending in uh, your freak encounters. Really do appreciate it. <sighs> so we did a Jago. What do you mean? We made it through this episode. <laughs> we're a bit bonkers because it's a bit been recorded a bit later than usual. Recorded a bit later than usual, and I think we're just a bit uh, emotionally e- exhausted. And I tell you, Stone Cold showing up unannounced was a bit, uh, yeah. probably didn't help. Um, <laughs> Jago, do you have an Indonesian proverb potentially can? I certainly do that can lighten our moods. Please play with water, wet. What's that mean? Play with fire. <laughs> Oh, is there more? Yeah, play with fire. Burned. Is it done now? Yeah. Don't you embarrass me in front of our listeners again like that. Okay? Sorry. You could uh, come at me with a big foot dick and a Loch Ness monster pussy. Bay, bay, sexy beast. This has been a Head Stuff Podcast Network. <laughs> Hi. Doink. Doink. This has been a production of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Over the teeth and over the tongue, all the way down Tony's comb. <laughs> <laughs> That at the end, the, 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 the Our blooper reel. That, that <laughs> at the end of the old head stuff. It's been a head I'm only in the head over the tongue.